This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, we bring you a discussion on World Water Day Catch the Rain campaign. The participants are Mukul Sanwal, environmentalist, and Deepak Kumar Dash, journalist. As all of us know, today is the World Water Day, and our Prime Minister Narendra Modi today launched Catch the Rain campaign across the country as a part of the Jal Shakti Abhiyan, which has been a, one of the flagship schemes of government since it came back to power. Mr. Mukul, if you can throw us some light on the importance of this particular program of Catch the Rain, Jal Shakti Abhiyan, and also today Prime Minister talked about this MOU signing between states for the Ken Betwa River Linking Program. This program is significant for a number of reasons. The most important reason is that the prosperity of India throughout civilization has depended on the monsoon. And the monsoon was conserved in our civilization to the extent possible. In the Himalayas, it was the trees and the tarai that acted as a sponge to retain the rainwater and release it slowly. That led to the immense agriculture potential and productivity production in the Ganges Basin. All the traditional empires of India were located on the Ganga. It is when the Muslims came from the west that they settled down on the first river they came across and that was the Yamna. So there is always more water in the Ganga and the area between the Ganga and the Himalayas. Similarly, in South India, if you go back a thousand years, the Kakatiya dynasty, Vijayanagar dynasty, the most important dynasties of South India, they conserved rainwater through a series of channels, lakes, and that led to their agricultural prosperity, that led to their cities being provided with efficient water and disuse with the British. The British focused more on cash crops and so they wanted more water and then they went into the canal system. And that engineering tradition continues to this day. And I think the most important element of the Jan Shakti Abhiyana Prime Minister is to conserve the water where it falls. I think the first time somebody has said at the highest level that the issue is not water scarcity. The issue is not management of water. That is the Western thinking. The issue for India is to conserve the monsoon rainfall. Second point is that in no country of the world do you have two monsoons. Our entire geographic location, the location of the Himalayas, meant that we had two monsoons regularly every year, which enabled us to take two to three crops without flow irrigation and the agricultural prosperity of the country. I think the third element is that traditionally in India, the local development was to dig wells. This was a tradition in North India. You can take it back to the to Sher Shah Suri, to Akbar, to the British. Wells were important. And we continue to focus on wells without realizing that the groundwater table is going down because excessive extraction from the small pumps, rural electrification. So we needed a new policy. Similarly, in the South India, the bandis went into the sewers. You go to Khajurao, you find that every temple has a bandi which stored rainwater. That fell into disuse. So without the recharge, the wells did not have water. And so what did we do? We declared those areas as drought-prone areas. And we have examples of villages, like Raleigh-Gaufindi, where village community conserved rainwater and was able to grow not only crops but trees. And if you look at it from far, it's like an oasis of green. So it is possible. It was possible in the past, and that is the only way a large population can sustain itself for agricultural production, for urbanization, for industry, in terms of conserving the monsoon. No other country in the West has this kind of natural phenomena. And we borrowed the ideas from the West. 
I think it is to the Prime Minister's credit to shift the focus to our own current heritage, to our own situation, and come out with our own solutions. Now, if you look at the details of this, that he is also linking up science with this. He's saying we will monitor the recharge capacity through satellite usage. It is this kind of thinking where you are not only telling the people that you do what is in your benefit, directly for your benefit, but also linking the traditional knowledge, which again has never happened in the past in the scale it is happening now, the traditional knowledge with modern science. This is probably going to be the most important program for the future of the country. Mr. Mukul, you are completely right when you said that we have a lot of dependence on groundwater and we have been extracting it like anything in states like Punjab you know, other places where we are going for more cash crop. So there is a need to give it back to the earth. And Prime Minister actually talked about that why we need to do it primarily to ensure the security of our next generation. We are not doing it for just our life. And said another point that the way he has linked the entire program from Pearl Drop, More Crop to Namami Ganga, then Jal Jivan Mission, which is again major flagship program of the government to provide water to every rural household by 2024. And those things can happen only when we catch the water. Cleaning of the Ganga, you said, very important. Why is the Ganga polluted? Because urban pollution, industrial pollution. But if you look at the science of pollution, water pollution, it is the amount of outside material that goes into the water and the volume of the water. Real problem that we are facing is untreated sewage, chemicals are being put inside, but when the volume of water has come down, that dilution does not take place and the pollution level goes up. So you need to do both. You need to check the flow of pollution into the river, but you also need to increase the volume of the river. See what is happening today in Delhi. Water is coming from the Bhakra Nangal Dam to drinking water supply of Delhi. The Jamna itself is not sufficient. The Ravi and the Vyas have to provide water to Delhi. So that is not sustainable. As urban population increases, we cannot sustain ourselves unless we conserve the monsoon. I think that's what Prime Minister talked about when he said water connectivity. Linked with that is his idea of small scale interlinking of rivers as well. Again, the geography of India is such certain rivers which are close to each other have a lot of water, others do not have water. So it is possible to have small canals to cut across and link them. Yes, environmentalists are complaining that this will create a problem. But then even when the Ganga Canal was built from Hardwar right down to Narora, the same complaints took place. We are more aware of those problems. Science has increased capacity and if scientific monitoring is done, in a proper way, it is possible to have a balance between the flow of water and the fauna, flora and then environmental issues. In that sense, it becomes a design issue to deal with those purposes. But ensure that water is not wasted is not only at the level of the human being, but also has to be seen at the level of the region and the country as a whole for overall prosperity. That is the vision the Prime Minister is laying out for us. Prime Minister also said that rapid development is possible only with the water security and water connectivity. How do you look at this campaign becoming a success? Because we saw how, you know, Swachh Bharat mission became a huge success only when there is participation of people, not just government officials. This uh, Daljiban mission also aims at doing the same thing, but as of now, it is primarily, you know, driven by DM, CM, local officials, how do we involve local people, as you rightly said, in places like Delhi or in other cities? You need to have some your own system of catching the rain and going for rain harvesting in a big way. How do you look at people's participation playing a bigger role to make it a huge success? This is one program which directly affects the local person. The program is not about bringing water to the village, ask the word of the Prime Minister. Where it falls, we will conserve it. 
So it is not bringing water to the village through a pipe, but it is conserving the rainfall. And if you look at the rainfall data, we have rainfall except for some places in the Thar Desert. You have some rainfall in every little part of India. And if that can be conserved, it is sufficient. Because people have got used to living with less water in those areas. Problem is that rainwater conservation was not done. Take the case of the Himalaya. Every village had a spring. As time went on, population increased, deforestation took place. The, the spring started drying. But then the solution we provided, and this is something like 50 years ago, we provided an engineering solution and said, we will pump water from the river and we will distribute it through pipes. That has not been totally successful because there was no people's participation in it. The people were waiting for the water to come to them. In this case, the government is funding them to conserve the water that falls in their village. Yes, those villages which are water scarcity, I don't think program will have to be. But where there is rainfall, and as I said, almost entire country has some rainfall or the other, except for a few pockets. And even they have occasional rainfall. People living in Jaisalmer, you had a fort which has a series of water tanks to conserve the rainfall. So if this program directly affects the people, they will do a good job. How do you look at the urban problem? You know, you rightly talked about that fluent going from urban areas to the rivers like Ganga, Yamuna, all those big rivers. And we need to put a check on them by putting, you know, STPs of adequate capacity. But what do we see in urban areas, unfortunately, in uh, past several decades that we have gone for more and more concretization and our roads are becoming thicker and thicker. So entire rain that a city like Delhi, Calcutta, Chennai, any city is getting, it's all actually going out of the city, getting into the drains and rivers. There we have not been making huge success, despite the fact that many municipalities have come out with the ideas of mandatory rainwater harvesting system. How to deal with this entire issue of urban areas? You see, the urban problem is different to the rural problem. Rural problem, if persons are more self-reliant, they depend on themselves. So what they have depended mainly on themselves. In the cities, the middle class has got used to depending on the government. And therefore, even though the legislation says that the building plan will not be passed unless there is water harvesting arrangement, it has not been followed. It is unfortunate. It is not being followed because the middle class knows that water will come. And Delhi is a very good example. Even the AAP government is not having a campaign to look at the water harvesting arrangements of each house. And big clusters have to have even stronger water harvesting arrangements as part of legislation. They are not pushing for that. They are pushing for more water from the Bhakranangal Dam. So that is part of the politics of the issue. And gradually, I think, once the rural problem is sorted out, I think the Prime Minister will have to move in into this too, with his authority, with his vision, to say, look, now that we have taken care of this large extent in the rural areas, now it is time for the urban areas to take this in a more serious way, because ultimately it is an urban problem. We use more water than we need. Take the example of the shower and the bucket. Traditionally, Indians have had a bath with a bucket. Now we have started using showers. We have not only started using showers, but high-pressure showers. You enjoy a bath. It is part of your lifestyle. It is many times the water that is needed, much more water than you need to clean your body, but that is part of our lifestyle. So the next round, I think the Prime Minister will have to get into this and say, look, we need to change this. If there is water scarcity in the country, and it is not only in this country, it will be in every country as time goes on. This is part of the sustainability of the planet. Then we need to look at our own lifestyles. We need to have, say, two pipelines. If you are watering your lawn or the park, it should be wastewater. Water is very cheap in our country. If you value water, if you raise the price of water, people will be more conscious. 
electricity there is some consciousness is coming. We are looking at star rating. I want to buy something which will have energy efficiency because my electricity bill is very high. Similarly, for water, we will have to do something. And gradually, the mindset will change. Mr. Mukul, what you said is very, very convincing that after the rural area is done, there is a need to focus on urban areas. And it is very right that, you know, it's urban people per capita consumption is much more higher than rural areas. If I take you back to some of the proposals that government have been putting for a very long time, even in the new policies, they are now they are saying that every housing society should have, you know, like dual water supply system that you talked about, that the gardening should be done by treated wastewater. But I think the example should be set by the government. If you see Delhi, only in NDMC areas you find recycled wastewater is being used for gardening. But in other areas, you don't find it. So the thing is that the example has to be set by government itself. Again, the part of the problem is what we took from the outside world. We got, take the case of Delhi again. We got the Jan board as a model from the World Bank or the Western model, which whose job is to supply water. Their job is not to manage water in a sense that, look, you to tell the household that, look, I will supply limited quantity, rest you will have to get from the rainwater. That is not part of their mandate. That somebody else is doing. Gradually, we will have to change. The well board needs to start looking at water in a more holistic manner and just not the pipe supply, but also the linking with the rainwater. Since they are giving a pipe water connection to every household, it is they. It should become their responsibility to check the rainwater harvesting arrangement of that household. Is there a pit? Is all the water from the roof going into the pit? The critical point in the rainwater harvesting is not having a pit where water will go down into the ground, but the water from the roof should be challenged, challenged by pipes into that pit. It is the area of the roof, the water that falls on it, that needs to be conserved. Uh, Mr. Mukul, this is a very good beginning that government has made. As you rightly said, it has to be a huge public participation program. After you know good success from rural areas, we need to shift to urban areas. Let's hope that Every individual, whether it is a government servant, private individual, government agencies or municipal bodies, all of us understand that water is life. We need to save and conserve it. Thanks a lot, Mr. Mukul, for joining us. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on World Water Day Catch the Rain campaign. The participants were Mukul Sanwal, environmentalist, and Deepak Kumar Dash, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. You can listen to it on our mobile app, News on AIR. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.